and we are back to the nightlife podcast directly from La Centrale Italian Food Hall here in Brickell City Center. Beautiful location. You guys got to come check it out. I actually spoke about this location a few weeks ago and told you about the new events going on. I hope you guys come check it out if you're here in Miami. And today we're going to be talking about um, something a lot of people are asking about and is the guest list, the power of the guest list, getting on the guest list, what the guest list is, who gets on the guest list, when uh, does it work, um, where is it at, you know, why do we use it, uh, what are the different types of guest lists and the benefits of them, etc. So before we do that, let me uh, remind you guys where you can find us. You find the podcast at nightlifepodcast.com. You find me at the Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. And remember to go to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Podomatic, wherever you get your podcast and subscribe, share, like, and comment. Remember, we are answering questions from all of you who have anything to ask, anything, whatever you th may think of, we will answer it here. And this is what I'm doing today. So, let's begin. The guest list, what are the different types of guest lists? So, wh what are they exactly? Um, you have two types of guest lists, pretty much. The original guest list, which is actually um, what I call, or like to call the VIP, VIP, VIP list. Um, and then you get the, what I call the promoter list, which is what everybody calls the guest list. So, it's gonna be a little confusing at the beginning. Guest list, the one that we call promoter list, and then guest list, which is actually the VIP list um, that people call the guest list. All right. What are the difference between the one and the other? The original guest list, which is the VIP, and it's the way that it used to work before, the way parties were um, handled before, the way the way people were invited, is just that. Is the invitation. Um, we actually just did an opening here at La Centrale last week, and we did it by invitation only meaning that the only way you could get into the place was um, if you showed that you were on that guest list, okay? So how do you get on the guest list? You have to be invited by somebody, either ownership, I, uh, management, or the promoting company uh, in, in our case. So um, the difference between that list and the promoter list is that the promoter list has a list of names that do not include those who are invited. It's a list of names that are just promoters. So the difference is this. You arrive at a venue, if you're a guest, if you're invited to a, a, a venue, and you are on the VIP list, which is a guest list, you say, hi, I am Kim Kardashian, I'm here with five guests, and I am on, on, on the guest list. That is usually the VIP list, right? Um, your name will be there with other invited guests, right? So depending on how VIP this party is, the more people that we'll get on that on that list. Um, then you have the regular promoter list, or the most known guest list. Um, and that is the other way around. So in that case, you arrive at the door, and you, somebody's gonna ask you, so who are you here with, or what, you know, are you invited by anybody, etc. And at that moment, you're gonna say, yes, I am on Joe's list. So if you are on Joe's list, that means you're on that guest list, which is the promoter list. You will be counted down and you will be allowed in or whatever uh, the benefits you may have. Okay. So with that said, now let me get into who um, is on, e on either one of these. Okay. So as we said at the beginning, the promoter list is for everybody 
that is invited by anybody uh, at the party, by any by any promoter in the in the party. So anybody who's a sub, anybody who's a main promoter, anybody who has um, invited uh, anybody and is going to get compensated for it, that goes on the promoter list, which is what everybody knows as the guest list. All right. So you arrive at the venue, you say your name, you get in, everybody gets in, in on that list. You don't say anything, you don't get on that list, you don't get any benefits, whatever, you pay your cover, whatever it may be. If you want to be on the other list, it's a little different. The other list is only for a certain amount of people and a certain type of people. Who are those people? Um, I would say there's four main types. So number one, famous. Anyone who's famous that you want to get on that list. Okay, uh, think of your, you know, again, I use the Kim Kardashian. <laughs> She's probably a VIP anywhere she goes, unfortunately for some. And then you have, after that, the influencers. Sometimes famous people are also influencers. Now, influencers um, are, is, is a little trickier because you have different types of influencers. Um, and, and it would go a little bit by, by the amount of followers they have. But also, at the same time, you have to think about where their followers are from, if they cater to your crowd or not, and that kind of thing. So think influencers is always um, a good guest to have on your VIP list. You don't want them paying anything, okay? And after those, you have good-looking people, models, model-like looking people. Um, and when I say models, I don't mean models the way that we used to see models before. <laughs> Today, with the social media and the way that it's uh, changed, um, you know, pretty much everybody who has uh, good portraits, good photos of themselves posted on social media could become a model. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of uh, girls specifically out there who have a lot of followers, enough to even be considered uh, an influencer. Sometimes, maybe, you know, I would call it this way if you have less than 30,000 people, don't consider that an influencer, but if you have 15,000 people following somebody um, and, and they look like a model, um, that's somebody that you want on the list also because you want their smaller influence that is going to be probably more local and more to your gathering, etc. Okay, so you have those three and then you have one of the most valued, which is actually your real, real VIPs, which is anybody um, who spends money at your parties, big spenders. You want to make sure that big spenders are always on your VIP list and now how you know why why would you do this you know you may ask the reality is that because if these guys are spending the guy or girl spending a lot of money at your club and one day they decide I don't want to spend any money I want to go out hang out I want to be at the promoter table I want to just walk in and dance with some girls whatever it may be they just don't feel like spending that day do not force them. You, you want to build that relationship where they feel comfortable that they spend money whenever they want and not when you force them to do so. So make sure you treat them well because that, that's going to build a long-lasting relationship. Um, in, the, in the long run, it will be better. And believe me, next time that they're there, they will want to have their table. They will remember, okay, I was treated well, but now it's my time to give back. They have the money to do so, and they don't really care about not spending the, the $500,000, whatever it may be that, that your table costs. Um, it just matters to them that they were treated the same way as if they were uh, doing so during this party. So the next um, question we're going to tag is, when does the guest list work? Okay. The, the first one is the VIP list. VIP list is 
for the whole night. Whenever you're open, whatever day, whatever time. Some people, if, you're, if your VIP list is not that huge and you only have, let's say, about 100 people that, uh, that, that you know that are, you know, that kind of crowd that you want to take good care of, that you want always to be taken care of and all that, then it's always good to have that VIP list always available. Always available, even if it's the same, even if you don't know that they're coming. Now, if you have a lot of VIP guests, uh, then just make sure that each night you have that smaller VIP list. As a matter of fact, a lot of clubs don't even have this anymore. And, you know, and, and, and people that are super VIP will text the owners or the management or whatever at, when they're arriving and they just come get them. So, so the VIP list is kind of being eliminated at some places, but in the end, is a good thing to have because you want everybody to know who your guests are. Some people might think uh, a soap opera star is a VIP here in Miami and some others might not know who they are. So when they arrive at the door, nobody knows who this person is, and then, but they're an influencer, a good looking person, and also a famous person, and you know, just not famous enough for that person at the door working to know. So. So it's good to have that list. Make sure you're always taking good care of those people. And it works from opening to closing every day. Now, the guest list is a little different because the guest list works from the moment you open. You have to make sure that you have your guest list open the moment you open. You can't open a guest list for the promoters after you have opened the club. You have to open it the moment you're open because anyone who shows up has to be credited for it. But you do not open this all night long because you want to do this at least two hours before your night ends. So if you close at 5 in the morning, make sure you close your list at 3. If you close at 4 a.m., close it at 2 and so forth. The reason is you don't want your clientele to be all drunk and coming in from other parties that they've been through the whole night, coming in super late. and not spending at your venue and you having to pay somebody for this so yes you welcome them to your party but you do not credit any promoter who brought them uh, during that night just due to the fact that they're arriving really late and this helps you also make sure that sub promoters are bringing their clientele at the time that they should be bringing their clientele people spend usually three to four hours at, at the party um, so make sure that people are arriving at the correct time and not not so late in the end the last two hours of any party is, is really where it's just leftover. You, you will see it in the sales at some point in time. Peak hours are probably about three hours before closing, and then two hours before it just starts going down very fast. The last hour is usually just people dancing around, uh, wanting shots, but they want them free. So um, that takes me to the, to the next, which is where? Where is the VIP or the guest list? Where are they located in the venue? Um, the way that we see it is, if you are on the VIP list, the guest list, um, where you're not paying ever, where you're treated, you know, well all the time and all that kind of stuff, that should be next to the cashier. And that is because that is the person handling the money. You don't want to have an issue where the person that has this list is somewhere else and you are not, you're not being able to credit them. So there might be places where the door is super far from where the cashier is and you don't get a chance to tell that person, you know, you, you might not have radios to communicate, you, you know, you might have signals that you guys give to each other, but at the time, the two of you were busy, you didn't get to say something, and you might have a real VIP who shows up the door, who you told, 
you are on the list and they actually are on the list and they get through the front but in the end they end up paying a cover that they were not supposed to that is a no-no that's not something you don't want to happen so make sure that if you have a vip list that gets all the benefits you have them at with the cashier wherever the cashier may be and when it comes to the original um, you know the, i mean the promoter uh, guest list it's a little different you want to have that next to the doorman position okay so usually doorman goes in the front cashier in the back so whoever's working next to the doorman whoever your hostess is at the front you make sure to have that person there usually that person who's doing that job works for the promoters for the promoting company and the one that works you know with the cashier in the back usually works for the venue and that's because most venues rather control all the money and then they pay it out even if it's 100% of the door might be yours or not doesn't matter but most venues need to control that and report how much money came in so remember have your guest list uh, I mean promoter list at the front okay with the doorman now why do we go th through this trouble what is the main reason that we have a guest list, a VIP list, and a promoter list. So, as I've said already, the VIP list is because you want your guests to never have to pay and to never make a line. So that is the main benefit for the for the client, right? Now, on, and, and by the way, and that becomes always promotion. Secondhand, you know, word of mouth is always great when it comes from somebody that's well-known, influencer, etc. Um, you, you want them, they will become your best promoters out there if they get to report, yeah, I'm here, I'm arriving at La Centrale and I'm here and I'm calling in with Julio and Julio's letting me in fast, whatever, I'm going straight to the VIP, whatever it may be. Now, when you're the promoter, what benefit do you get if you're a promoter and you want to add somebody to that list? Well, you get recognition and you get to, you know, look good towards that VIP person, okay? Which brings me to say, promoters get compensated for the people that they bring therefore when they have somebody on the VIP list you have two options either pay them compensate them or not what should be the deciding factor on this okay so if it's a mutual benefit meaning the promoter comes to you and says the sub promoter comes to the main promoter and says hey by the way I have Kim Kardashian coming with her sisters um, and they're bringing you know, a big gang. They don't want to get bottles today, whatever, but they're just coming in and I need them to go through the front. Okay. I don't care like how many people they bring. They will get compensated for this because it's a mutual benefit. We all want those super influencing famous VIPs at the party. It's, it's, it's good for the party in general. They should get compensated for doing that because you want them to do it again. On the other hand, the promoter, uh, sub-promoter calls the main promoter and says, hey, by the way, my cousins are coming in from Atlanta and they want to go out and have a good time, but I don't want them to pay a cover, but they're coming in a little late. Can you guys add them to the guest list so, you know, so they get through and I want to, you know, take good care of them? I will do so with no problem whatsoever. As a matter of fact, as many people as you want to bring in for free, it doesn't really affect as long as you understand that you will not get compensated for those as a sub-promoter because the benefit that you are receiving is allowing them to go in for free. Now, if those people are going in for free and they're not going to be spending any money, it's usually not a good deal for the main promoter to be paying for those. So it's, it's usually that kind of agreement. Now, when it comes to the promoter list, what are the benefits? 
the first benefits are for the promoter, of course, which means they get paid for production. So the promoter wants to make sure that that list is at the front, that is well taken care of, that whoever's working that list is the right person, that is all their guests are going to get written down and they're going to get credit for all the people that they're bringing in. Okay? Should be somebody fast, good looking in the front that, on, and that knows all the promoters by face and by name for sure. Um, I also recommend that you have empty space at the bottom of your promoter list because at some places you might have people show up with a different name and there are two reasons for that happening one being sometimes you have birthday celebrations and people may show up and say hey I'm here with Andy and it so happens that Andy's not a promoter and is just somebody who's celebrating their birthday and you just but you write it down you write Andy and write how many people Andy brought that way we know in case Andy's birthday belongs to a promoter uh, you want to make sure that you're always compensating anyone who's doing their job for bringing people um, and, and the other you know, reason why people might be at it is because there might be a new promoter and somebody forgot to add them to the list. So you always write them down just in case. That way you never leave anybody out and everybody gets their check at the end of the week. And on that same list, what are the general benefits, which is the main reason that people ask this question. Like, how do you work the list? What kind of benefits do you give the people? And the promoters. So the people are the main, you know, the clients are the ones that matter the most. If you have a guest list, promoter list at, at your event, there has to be a benefit for the client that the promoter is bringing. So there has to be a difference. So depending on the cover that you have, the kind of venue that you have, you know, and how expensive it is to get in, and how difficult the line is, and all that, the different kind of benefits. So what kind of benefits can you get? Number one, you can skip the line. So when do you give a benefit of skipping a line? When you have a venue that is extremely, extremely, you know, full or it moves a lot, it has a lot of people, um, and super VIP, whatever, but then maybe you don't have a cover. You don't have a cover, so you want to give them some kind of benefit. Another kind of benefit that you have, but this has to be in collaboration with the venue, is actually giving that person that arrives on the list a complimentary welcome drink just one drink whatever it may be um, it'll probably be something cheap but um, you want to give something to you know recognize that the promoter did their job and now you want the client is gonna actually use the promoter name instead of just not saying they're there with anybody because they're not getting any benefits okay so after that then you have the opportunity of getting a discount let's say that you have a party but you have different, um, uh, maybe you have a, a concert and you have an event, it's super packed, but you need to give them some, some kind of benefit, you give them um, a discount, all right? Not all the time you can do no cover, but you can if the party merits it. If you have a big event, if you have a lot of people, let's say you have a party where you have over a thousand people at your party, and from your promoters you're getting about 300 people, you want those 300 people to get a benefit. If some people arrive early, get them in for free. So when do you do free? The first couple of hours, at least. The first two hours of whatever party, make sure that people get in free. So you open at 10 p.m., a party is till 5 a.m. From 10 to 12, 10 to midnight, you do no cover. Then after midnight, you give a discount, and, and so forth and so on. So that's the idea, the general idea. So just basically to to conclude the way the whole thing works, main promoters or clubs have a VIP guest list, 
okay? Sub-promoters have a promoter list, which they get compensated for, and the real VIPs go on the owners, managers, uh, main promoters guest list, also added by sub-promoters, and all compensation goes on the promoter list, okay? One last tip that I wanna give you is, if your, your list is growing, and, um, and when I say your list, I mean your VIP list is growing. Uh, like I could probably say that right now, we, we might have as a company about over a thousand people that we consider our VIPs for many different reasons. Spenders, famous, models, or model looking, <laughs> um, and influence. Now, one added bonus is we've been doing this for 25 years, and that one last one is one that you win with time. Meaning, if you are a loyal customer, loyal client to any promoter in our team or to our, our, our own you know, main guys, you're gonna get to that list at some point in time. It doesn't matter how much you spend, it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter who you're with or how you're influencing. We are also very thankful for your loyalty and the time that you spent partying with us. So, with that said, one good recommendation is that if, the, if it grows and grows and grows, then you need to design something called a VIP, a VIP card, something, a hard card, something that looks VIP. Just get that feeling of having an American Express black card in your hands and heavy duty kind of thing, all right? So it's not the VIP card you give to anybody on the street where they just show up at the door and give it at the door and that's it. Use a hard card put their name on it. Make sure that they know they have that there and they can access it as many times as they want to whatever venues you have on the week. Just make sure you have a little you know, writing there that, that some events you may have a cover for whatever reasons. Just explain the little you know, wording at the end. But um, make sure that you build that list, keep that list always, and create those VIP cards. So that's it for the guest list. And man, I just hope that um, this helped out answer the questions that you guys have about the guest list and about the benefits of the guest list and skipping the lines and all those things and i actually wrote a blog on this and it's called bring back the guest list if you guys want go back, go to the blog nightlifeentrepreneurs.com and find that and man, i hope you enjoy it and remember again man get the book on amazon i don't think you've gotten it yet yes you nightlifeentrepreneurs.com nightlifepodcast.com you also find me at the nightlife entrepreneur on instagram and itunes spotify youtube go follow go subscribe see you next week